Now you'll get us taken down. <laughs> it's That's copyrighted. True. That's true. Careful. <laughs> I'll come for you. What, I wonder how harsh they are on a humming of known copyrighted tunes. That would be an, actually an interesting thing to find out. I wonder if you can get around copyright. Just upload soundtracks with humming. <laughs> Just sure enough. It's original <laughs> cover. What do you want me to do? It's also it's so it's sort of a judgment on your singing and your humming too. That is it, true. It's like this is copyrighted nothing. I'm like, but my humming is very good. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I deserve a copyright strike. The adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about oh. <laughs> <laughs> You held up your hand. I thought I was like, hey, hold I was up. like, yes. I'm like, like no. did I stutter? Did I spit? No. no. Don't worry about it. You're so excited. This stays in, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm just too excited to, yeah, to keep it going. <laughs> the adult beverages are poor. The kids are asleep. Welcome <laughs> to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. Super excited because the kids are asleep. I have an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old. You were so excited. You decided to inject yourself into... Yes. Today was long. It was a long day, and I'm glad they're in Mm -hmm. bed and sound asleep. (laughs) So that was was literal uh, undulation. Like, hooray, finally, they're gone. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I hear you there. It was a rough one. I don't know if it's a season. I don't know if all gaming dads out there are feeling the struggle. Um, It was rough in this household. Jeff, obviously, you was rough there as well yeah uh, do you assume do you assume it's just all gaming dads right now feeling it, this uh, seasonal crunch all gaming dads right now there's like an achievement that we all need to unlock um to get over this <laughs> <laughs> gaming dad experience so yeah it's everybody it's you know be. i think that might be especially true because we had one of our owns uh, which we everybody gaming dads pour one out for a fellow gaming dad a uh, good friend of the show, Bill, from A Gamer Looks at 40, oh, reached out this week with in solidarity, in pain, in a terrible dad situation, <laughs> which I myself had found myself in, of removing games from the kid. Oh, uh, no. Now, again, so I mentioned the show A Gamer Looks at 40. Uh, you would do well to listen to this show. Uh, it's If you listen to it, you'll know why his email here is so eloquent. The show and the content he puts together is really well done as a retrospective of a gaming life as he himself turned 40. I'm two years away from that, so I'm very young comparatively. I don't know if I can relate. but (laughs) It's from the future. (laughs) But uh, I was none too surprised to hear it well written, and I wanted to read it out to the folks to give solidarity to a fellow gaming dad going through a similar struggle. I come to you in a time of great distress and turmoil. Like Trevor had to do with his kids, I too indefinitely forbidden my five-year-old son from playing games. It did not go over well. (laughs) And it's not his fault. Video games are awesome, more awesome than most things, but he was getting obsessed. All he wanted to do was play the Switch. His schoolwork had started to suffer a bit, as much as it can for a five-year-old. You know, finger painting starts to go off the wall. (laughs) (laughs) And he'd throw a fit whenever we we told him to put it down. Just pitch perfect exactly what was happening with my house as well. So it's gone and it will be for the foreseeable future. Right now we're eyeing his birthday in late May. That is a big time span. Yep. As a potential return to Mario Kart, but it depends on his schoolwork and his attitude for turning off screens. If he loses his mind over telling us to turn off Octonauts, he's got no chance at putting down Super Mario Bros. But we, as parents, have a responsibility as well. 
Asking a five-year-old to be responsible with his playtime is an unrealistic expectation. So we're setting strict time limitations on screens. One hour on Tuesday and Friday, two hours on Saturday and Sunday. If he doesn't make his bed, wash his hands, or yuck, flush the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, Yep. I, I had hoped it was just a young kid thing, but I think, Jeff, you say that nope. never stops. Still, oh. still going on here. So sorry, Bill. Like 11-year-old, <laughs> same reminders happen. Oh, goodness. Yeah. He loses time for each infraction. Come on, dude. Flushing toilets, not hard. <laughs> it <laughs> really it isn't. Is. It really isn't, but no. It doesn't happen. Uh, I'll continue to update you as the Sega progresses, but the cool thing is he's filling in the blanks. He goes outside more, does more hands-on play. Yes, he's always angling for a return to games, but he's not bored to tears. Kids are amazingly adaptable. I'll continue to update you as the Sega progresses in parental solidarity. Bill yes. from a gamer looks at 40 wow oh it hurts it hurts my heart <laughs> and just reading his flashbacks of the it's pitch perfect exactly the situation and bill put it incredibly well it's it video games are awesome more awesome than most things and we as parents have responsibility and it's awesome. yeah and i do find that video games have kind of like fine-tuned that um almost like that gameplay mechanic that want you want more all the time right like it's mm. just so enthralling and now you know mario kart has to go on hold for a while until you <laughs> tend to other life responsibilities mm -hmm. so they keep us updated on the seg if any other gaming dads are out there uh with similar issues would love to hear yeah. the stories and share it um as we all kind of go through this together so that's uh at new dad gaming or new dad gaming.com so on deck is a bunch of emulators and specifically because that's emulators are coming onto steam deck yeah which was the wildest news and jeff i don't think i've seen a more perfect gif than what you <laughs> handcrafted on our twitter account yeah for anyone listening it is uh, a scene from zelda wind waker where link is throwing off a pig um <laughs> into the ocean and i've just put that as nintendo switch because now with emulation on the steam deck at least very easily accessed, we can get our portable Wind Waker. I mean, Nintendo doesn't even have to do anything. We could just do it ourselves. <laughs> it's one of those devices that just continued to get better and better closer to launch. Like it right. launches, it's like, hey, it's a PC in your hand. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Okay. And then people start to review it. And it's like, no, no, this thing is like legit. This is a very good <laughs> PC. I'm like, okay, but how does it handle God of War? Right. Amazingly, like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really enticing me to get one and i don't want to get one it's just i'm not in this i have a lot of consoles and like you <laughs> you have a lot of portables so yeah. i don't want to get one but having emulation stuff on a steam deck i don't know there's so many games i missed out i didn't have a gamecube right so mm. even just going back to that and and nintendo 64 and psp playstation yeah so to break it down just even a little further so the uh, Steam Deck, it runs on its, I, I believe, own custom version of Linux. Yes. Yeah. Uh, highly customized, it, customized, but um, seems like you have a lot of access under the hood for whatever you want to do. Yep. But this isn't even messing around. So the discovery that was made is that the Steam Deck comes with pre-installed an app store. So right. officially supported app store that's just on it. It's pinned to the taskbar. It is hyper available. Hey, do you want some apps? Here's this app store. It's called Discover. And on it, 
on this app, app store, one click away, you can get Dolphin for GameCube and the Wii, Duck Station for PlayStation 1, PCSX2 for PlayStation 2, PPS, PPSSPP for PlayStation Portable, Yuzu for Nintendo Switch, oh my God. and BSNES for Super Nintendo. So with, within minutes of turning on your new Steam Deck... You have Switch emulation. You have PlayStation. You have GameCube and Wii. Like that, it's it's so fascinating because emulators themselves are not illegal, right? Because it's just that it's it's I don't know, like if you want to say like a bong, in the sense that like a bong is not illegal. Yeah. In some places, what goes into the bong is right. But this is just a device for it. Yeah. And they've made that distinction, and, and Steam is kind of straddling that line. Where it's like, look, we're not giving you ROMs. We haven't ripped anything illegally. No. I, mean, I assume you're just testing your own personal Switch <laughs> game, frankly. You're just going to code more on these emulators. We're just going to give you them, and you can do what you want with them. But, like, just going back to even just what the Steam Deck is supposed to do, right? It's supposed to access your Steam library. For the most part, everything plays on it, like they're going through one by one. If your backlog isn't big enough, you can now add all these emulated <laughs> games to them and play like again we we mentioned bill at the top of the show he's very into like retro games and stuff like look like now you've got it completely portable all through most of you know the last few generations of, of games in your mm -hmm. fingertips literally yeah it's kind of just it's breaking that whole like the, the switch hardware was a revelation like it is fantastic beautiful people love it yep. nunchucks suck <laughs> but the <laughs> the switch in its <clears throat> generality was fantastic like everybody loves the thing right yeah ex ex imagine your beefy pc and, and all of the customizations the capabilities like all the tinkering that comes with that like but in that switch form factor yeah it's stunning man it, it's really wild it's so expensive it's so expensive it's so expensive but just again like we said last episode you could save a lot of money with those steam oh, sales like, and what? you don't have to pay for online look we, we've done a pretty good job of convincing <laughs> each other to buy things that's right this feels like a bridge too far i know i know it, it, if we if we, neither of us had bought next generation consoles if neither of us had bought vr headsets if neither of us had splurge and a couple other foolish things yeah maybe if we had been waiting patiently it's like no no i'm gonna i'm gonna sit it out i i have a feeling something on the horizon is better right like and again if gabe's listening to the show maybe you can give us a couple of copies <laughs> What's a, yeah i'm sure there's not a laundry list of people that <laughs> have requested it but sure we'll, we'll put it out there in the universe That's see right. what happens we'll review that gaming dad niche market right that he is missing in his yeah. review set I'll say that I, I'm just excited for it. I just, there's something about new hardware coming out that succeeds wildly and people are excited about in in the gaming community. Like it's just always awesome to see. So I'm pretty stoked to see this thing exist. Yeah, and and let's see if it pushes Nintendo to do better, mm. right? Because not really anybody's Curious, pushing yeah. Nintendo to do better, and this is direct competition. So yeah, and Nintendo's got those uh, money making machines anytime. It's like I'd give them another. Mario Tennis. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Good chunk. That's another right. billion dollars. <laughs> uh, so they're so that it eventually leads to a story about how Nintendo didn't get more of my money. Right. 
Uh, but we can segue through that. But to get to that, we have to blast through a couple stories first. And the first one is that I kind of beat Undertale. Okay, well, what's kind kind <laughs> so of what, beat? So what's kind of? <laughs> I mean, I'm so before, kind of proud of you because last time we said we... <laughs> You wouldn't beat it, but now you kind of beat it. So, all right, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. So the um, I had read a lot about Undertale before I played it, yeah. and who wouldn't have? Like it, it's an indie darling. Like this is a massive game, a massive success. So wonderful. That was great, right? Um, so going in like eyes wide open, one thing I knew for sure is I wanted to do a pacifist run. Okay. So that's where you you kill nobody, right? <laughs> and initially i kind of just thought that there was this mercy whenever you play undertale there's a mercy option and if you perform enough actions you can spare every single monster but i still assumed like i would gain experience and become stronger right no <laughs> like you do not you get nothing you get nothing for mercy so the entire time i am like one hit away from dying okay so so already with some of the bosses it is pretty hard yeah right yeah and you can imagine as you get to the end bosses it's like how on earth would i possibly beat this i don't know how you would yeah no level i didn't okay all right well there you go here comes a part of the story (laughs) so i got to the what i thought was probably the end boss okay yeah and just it was awful like it was so ridiculous i mean i'm talking like dark souls dodging this is so fast i'm gonna have to spend evenings and weekends studying the movements to get past this especially because i'm a pacifist i only have like 20 hit points right i can take like one or two hits um so i I, honestly i threw up my hands like i was i'm so ready to move on to other games like i'd loved undertale but it wasn't as if it's like this is my all-time favorite game and i want to spend another four hours in this thing right okay i was was right there at the end and what tipped me off is that i went to um it's like here's what's going to happen I'm not going to get good enough to play this game. Just, I don't care to put in the time. I'm just going to watch the YouTube of the ending. You know, ha- throw the hands up. I ain't, dad ain't got time for that. Show me the ending. And the first tip off was that I got to the point where I thought, where, where I was. And I was like, okay, this is about the end. And then I look at the timeline. There's two hours left oh, no. <laughs> in this walkthrough video. Uh, I'm like, oh, I stopped at a great time. You did. You, <laughs> and if, go on. You actually did the ultimate pacifist run by not, defeating, <laughs> not defeating the game itself so <laughs> like curling up and dying you did the ultimate pacifist run no but it was i absolutely made the right choice because i'll say that what i thought was a battle that was just going to be too difficult and just i don't have time for this forget it yeah the next ones as a pacifist were just absurd like the worst of the worst dark soul stuff yeah times 100 because it's like pixel art nonsense and it was just forget it i cannot be i'm so happy i missed this and just watching the run through youtube great great you, great this is, you really brought this on yourself though like what made you i just say like, pacifist run in a game that is it's not an easy game like it it can get no. rather difficult even just regularly so to do a pacifist run where you're like living or dying off one hit good good on you you got that far i'm kind of proud of you <laughs> it's just that as far as the story goes how the um the pieces of the pacifist stuff came about was fantastic like i love the story angle from a pacifist perspective <clears throat> okay and again that's kind of coming in eyes wide open to what this game was and like these different types of runs yeah and the particular one it's almost hard to watch like i watched 
a few of the other ones. And, th- and honestly, this is part of it too, is that in throwing up my hands in a way and watching on YouTube, it also let me just kind of rip through the other versions of it. So there's like the pacifist run. There's like a lot of mercy run. There's a psychotic run. There's, I forget what the other one's called, but it's just where you murder everybody. everybody. It's all, man, it's, <laughs> it's so heart wrenching to watch it. Like these characters you kind of like, and you end up just like offing them. Yeah, like, that's it. Wow. It's difficult. So because because I came with that much knowledge, it was really, you know what? I want to stick with that run. I'll do the uh, Passover's version. I liked it. I liked how the story and the interactions go. I, I felt really, um, it paid off for me in that way. The, the story, story payoff for me was fantastic in the decision that I did, but it ultimately resulted in a boss battle that I was not willing to put in the time to complete. Okay. Okay. So let me, let me riddle you this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like, so I think this is where trophies and achievements come into play uh, because if I put down a game, there is some like emptiness, like it's, it's hanging there <laughs> yeah. in my gaming profile. Like nothing, nothing was completed, but like you, you, you saw the end video, but nothing there is saying, Hey, I beat this. And like, playing on steam you do have trophies or like whatever i forget what you were playing it on was it steam um xbox xbox so they do have trophies or achievements mm-hmm. there i mean does that kind of like hang on or you're just done you're just like eh, i'll just delete it <laughs> off my menu it doesn't um i'm, I'm not scot-free i'll say this like because I, I if someone asked did i ever beat it i'll have to say no like i'm not going to try to pretend like well can't, yeah basically i beat it <laughs> That, that that's straight up lying your son comes to you you're like hey dad did you beat this game and yeah like, yes i did son you almost that almost feels like a good lie in a sense it's like just show your son lessons in stick to like right. committing <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but um it hangs on me. yeah honestly like there's gonna be a part of it where I'm, I'm so happy i played it so happy i got to see the story yeah um and i again i do not um miss the thought of like i don't miss the idea of me putting in the time to get, get to good get enough there. to beat yeah. it that was that was a wise dad decision with my time yeah but it, it's there it, it, there's always gonna be a little bit of hurt that little bit of shame <laughs> as far as should have maybe you just should put in the time maybe you should have been better maybe you should have been, been, been better that's it <laughs> <laughs> no, that, <laughs> so that it actually kind of leads nicely to the twitter poll because so i beat this game right kind of. and it's what do i play now yes and your suggestion, Jeff, was to put it out to Twitter. Right. And it Be was cool. between... <laughs> well, the choices were Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, and then Other. Mm-hmm. And, that's... and the Other is quite funny. <laughs> and these, yeah, these damn gaming dads. It's like, how dare you people? <laughs> Just like, they start to suggest Elder Ring. Elden oh, my Ring. God. Elden Ring. You and Elden Ring so... would have had a fun time so here so here i am running away from undertale because it's too hard and i don't want to beat it (laughs) and the next suggestion that comes up which i'm telling you if there was a part of me that thought i'm gonna have to buy this game and and beat it yep because if enough people get it like i'd want to respect that's right and it's a pretty funny story it would would be my first souls game ever oh my god yeah if you would (laughs) step in (laughs) what is this (laughs) But yeah, so on our Twitter poll, the Chrono Trigger FF um, Final Fantasy six or other, and I think we got three or four suggestions around Elden Ring. Yeah, 
it's like, guys, please, like, what are you doing to me? Like, don't do this. <laughs> don't have that vote more. No. But resounding, people voted for Chrono Trigger, so that's what won out eventually. Mm-hmm. And that is probably the better of the two games between Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger, just because it's a lot quicker. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VI, I remember pumping 40, 50 hours in as a kid. So good luck to Trevor. But yeah. um, <laughs> Cro- yeah. Chrono Trigger is not too bad. Yeah, and that was the, the link to Steam Deck because with all of those emulators on deck, yes. the question becomes, it, it got me to thinking, like, now where do I play Chrono Trigger exactly? Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously I could perhaps get a PC port with an emulator. Yeah. Uh, fan like listeners of the show might remember that I'd purchased a handheld device emulator with everything from Nintendo all the way up, to, or even Atari, Atari all the way up to PlayStation. Yeah. So in this gorgeous handheld unit, like I love this thing. I can never pronounce the name. And Vernick, Hambernick. Yeah, I think it is. So I, I bought this damn. I had the damn device, <laughs> but the my my slight pull was. I also have that backbone that I bought. Right. And Chrono Trigger is available on iOS. It's on my phone. Yeah. Right. So should I perhaps buy it on the iPhone so that, you know, maybe there'll be some quality of life improvements? Could be. That will will save me some dad time because I'm going to have, it's going to be in between like after bed, after the kids finally go to bed. So if I can have any type of easements with this old title, be very much appreciated yeah so the the, the slight like pull around like where where do i play this title that is such a good thing to have like that's a good problem to have you're like i have all these options oh it's the greatest like i, it's... I can <laughs> i can play it anywhere what woe is me yes yeah. truly <laughs> the world is my oyster but you're gonna have like boxes of accessories to give your kids later on <laughs> you're gonna be like and i got this console and i got this accessory and i got this but no, it's good. It's good to have you have options. So what do you decide on then? You went on the Ambernick, right? Wow. Yeah. So I, I went with that because like, so for the iOS version, I was gonna have to shell out another like it's pretty call expensive. Like 50, Fifteen bucks. Yeah. And it's like I I bought this damn thing for a hundred dollars already. Yeah. Like what am I doing? Buying like buying games that I I, I think it's even loaded on it. I already it's probably have loaded it. on it. Yeah. <laughs> I have the damn thing. Like what am I doing? Yeah. And I'll say that what uh, what very pleasantly surprised uh, or was very pleasant about it is that this device actually has quality life improvements on it. So part of the firmware is you can do a quick save and quick load anywhere. That's amazing. So immediately, That's and amazing. it has speed up. It'll so it'll double time the game. It just like speeds up the M the ROM, so can, you can play it at double time. Okay, hold on. So when Square Enix goes back and they're like, "Hey, look, we took a couple of years to remaster this thing." We gave mm. you fast forward. And then this thing is like in the firmware itself. You're like, you know what? We'll just double everything. And it's all good. And then Square's like, no, we're going to have to charge you double the price because now there's a fast forward button. <laughs> no, there's a fast forward. <laughs> the pixels are slightly nicer. <laughs> wow. No, that's good to have. Like you got the fast forward and save states. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to help me really rip through this thing a bit faster. So th- that I'm pleased about because just save anytime I think it's going to get dicey and then quick load this thing this device turns on super fast and the only thing that'd be better is cheats but that's okay yeah yeah I i'm would, gonna try i'm gonna try to play it true if i can i would worry about if you had save states and you just save yourself into the corner 
and you can never beat it because you saved it past where the game thinks you should die. Do you know what I mean? Oh. And then you're like, oh, God, I can never beat this boss. And then you just go to YouTube and watch the ending. <laughs> and then I go back to YouTube. <laughs> That's like the dad walk of shame. Yeah. It's just like yeah. type like YouTube chrono trigger That's... ending. Uh, <laughs> they should just load it up with the ending movie files and you just click on them and just watch it. <laughs> Why spend any time playing games? You could just do this. That's very Honestly, that YouTube trick, I'm telling you to go back to that previous story. I, I think I'm going to pull that a lot, especially when it comes time to bonus ending, special endings. Yes. Because I think back to some of my gaming habits when I was young that I just don't have time for now as a dad where it was, yeah, sure, I'll put in another 20 hours to grind, like to dodge lightning, <laughs> to get a super sword so I can see a, a one... 30 extra seconds of a movie clip in this game. That totally makes sense. Yeah, see, that worries me a lot because um, in the original um, Horizon Zero Dawn, if you mm-hmm. didn't do certain side quests, those characters wouldn't show up at the end. So, And then they would have like a couple dialogue scenes, a couple combat scenes, and then you'd be out that. I'm not doing another 40-hour game to get those <laughs> minute cutscenes. thanks. I'll go to YouTube yeah. and watch them. Yeah, YouTube, a gaming dad's best friend when there ain't no time. Yep. I do, man, so when it comes time to your kid, though, like, our, if they came to you and said, I don't oh, I don't want to spend this time and play this game, can't we just watch YouTube? Like, how would you feel about that, given that, given how how you would act, given your time? Um, If we're watching it together, I think I'd be cool with that. I think that would work. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're spending time together in that kind of way. It would have to depend on, <laughs> honestly... They watch so much like Minecraft streamers. Like as long as there's no commentary and it's just somebody playing, that would be the greatest thing. I, I'm I'm yeah. okay with that. What what yeah. do you think? Would you be like, no, we we should go Was through? It, well, I'm trying to think about because I would want to respect their time. It's like if you guys are busy with school and like other stuff, I can get. If you're telling me you don't want to grind for 20 hours to get a super special ending, yeah, I can relate to that. Like I get it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any missed learning opportunity around, again, like stick to and committing time, but it kind of feels like gaming isn't of such importance that that's a great bed for that type of lesson, if that makes any sense. Right. Yeah. Like, like with schoolwork and like sports or like skills, you know, there's no cheats. Like there's no like short code. There's no like, you can't just watch a video and then get onto the sports team like it's right you have to practice and like work hard but with a video game it's kind of like yeah then whatever man like this is your hobby like this is all silly stuff it's great not unless you say like you beat something like elden ring and then somebody's like okay i'm having really trouble over here can you come over to my house and show me what it's all about and you're like mm, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> now the now you mentioned <laughs> horizon forbidden west and yes. like your tweet was just the saddest thing. <laughs> it felt it, it filled me with such sadness and anxiety. I was like, why don't you describe what you posted? Yeah, so I posted the world map of where I am 20 hours in, 20 hours into this game, and I zoom out and pan over for probably a good five, six seconds of panning, all zoomed out. So I am maybe one-fifth, one-sixth of the way through this game at 20 hours. So that, I know, immediately sends red flags for Trevor, who would just, <laughs> just like, this is it. I'm done. It's, it's over. I can't, 
I can't describe the emotional roller coaster you put me through. Yeah. And watch because you're zooming out and it's like, well, okay, he's gonna stop. I mean, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna stop. Oh my god, that is too much. This, like the the number of markers you have on the what must be ten percent of the map that you've actually covered. Yeah. So you have ten percent. You have hundreds of markers. Yeah. And then you go to the rest of the ninety percent of this map that you haven't touched yet. And the thought that there's going to be equal, if not more, markers of things to do. It's why is it so big? <laughs> why is it so big, Jeff? Like, what am I going to do? I know. Uh, this is this is one that you could play one of two ways. You can burn through it and just do the main mission and be like, oh, thank God, I'm not going to look at any shiny stuff. I am just going to go the main trail. This is it. Mm. And maybe you'll hit 20, 30 hours, right? Like, just straight through. Um, or you can play my way where I'm like, oh, what's over here? Oh, let me inspect this. And then take forever. Also, I have my kids with me asking every, like they are <laughs> made, it's in their DNA to ask questions every like two seconds. So I am Why? answering questions Why? all the time. <laughs> Why? Why they say that? Why they do that to that person? Who are they from? What are they doing? You know, what's, what's the in history? That tree? They, they didn't sit through my first playthrough of the previous title. So they're like, why is this happening? I'm like, well, actually. And, uh, so it's it's extending my playtime a little bit. I'm happy to do it. But mm -hmm. it almost like, <laughs> like they need a, like a little recorded dad voice that I'll just mm. <laughs> explain the game to them while I'm not there. God, see, that's tricky because there's the, again, like gaming dead time, fairly precious. It's yeah. very limited and time with kid very limited very precious yeah and you put them together it's not really peanut butter and chocolate <laughs> no it, because they're this bonding moment and these questions which is so awesome to get inside their head and see them curious that's fantastic but you're really slowing me up here son like i got a lot of side quests to get to yeah and if i'm stopping every two seconds for a rock i don't know if i'll ever beat this game <laughs> yeah no it's it's a lot to handle and even through like the main story scenes they're asking questions i'm like pause okay well, what's your question because <laughs> again it's like talking through a movie for me i'm like i kind of want to be in the zone for this like somebody just mm -hmm. died and i have to go avenge them but i need to be in that emotional state and they're like hey what's going on with that plant in the background i'm like okay listen like we'll figure that out just let me listen to this and i'll get your questions <laughs> So what do you think this will end up? Do you, are you happy to fight that fight and do the good thing and like let them come through with you? Or do you think this game will now become a post-bedtime type of uh, joy? So I have a quick tip of what I discovered the best path. <laughs> Gave me dad tip. <laughs> Gave good. me dad tip. I do the main missions when they're in bed. Ah, and then okay. I leave all the side quests that I've discovered for the next day when they're awake and they can ask me questions and it's not as like pivotal to the story. Um, is, it, it does have some good. effects, right? But they, then they think they're involved and I hadn't done anything because I, I just revealed the map. Mm -hmm. So they're like oh. oblivious to. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to tweet that out. That is gold. There that is go. a fantastic dad gaming <clears throat> tip. You, you main quest it. That's right. You're in bed and the side quest nonsense. Yep. That's family time, baby. There you go. <laughs> Let's end on a game, an amazing Gaming Dad tip for the week. Oh, that is a good one. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you'd like to get a hold of us, uh, as we've been saying these last couple episodes, the interaction we've been having online has been phenomenal. Uh, Bill from A Gamer Looks at 40, a phenomenal podcast to so check it out. 
especially from the gaming dad perspective. But receiving that email this week just like lit us up. Like we adored reading through that and obviously had a blast sharing it on the show. So if you'd like to do something similar, you can find us at our website, newdadgaming.com or at our Twitter at newdadgaming. If you like the show, you can really help us out by subscribing to it. You can find it on all the major podcasting networks you're looking at, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere where you get your podcasts. More than just a subscription, which helps us a ton, is if you could leave us a rating and a comment, that does wonders for us as it helps boost the signal and get us out to as many gaming dads as possible. If you have something to promote, a website, a project, a podcast of your own, if you reach out to us after leaving a comment and a rating on one of these subscriptions, just reach out to us on Twitter or our website. We'd love to read it on the show and give some support. And thanks for boosting us as a podcast. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Until next week, who knows how many more games I'll beat via YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Trevor. Oh, lost my headphones. Go, go. So not only did we have the choke at the beginning, <laughs> the interruption, but now I got my devices flying everywhere. Till next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have two side quests that are 11 and 8 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to interrupt as you do them. Don't worry about That's that. Right. And just remember, <laughs> just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. <laughs> <laughs>